Welcome to the Martin Bailey Photography Podcast. It's January 6, 2019 and this is episode 645. I have just finished cleaning up my photography storage and preparing for a new year, as well as selecting my top 10 favourite images for 2018. So today I'm going to share some workflow tips and my thoughts on the process. As you may recall, if you have followed my previous workflow articles on how I organise my images so that I can easily move between my laptop and desktop computers, I have a few tasks to do as a year ends and another starts. The main task at hand is to do one last pass through my Traveller solid state drive and move any remaining final selects to my finals SSD. I keep all of my current year's images on what I call my Traveller drive and as I shoot and finalise my selections from each shoot or tour I copy my selection of images to a second SSD called Finals. This allows me to carry all the images that I've ever shot that are worth a hoot on one drive and all of my current year's work on another. With one thing and another, I had still not copied my Morocco work to the Finals drive, so that was my first task this morning as I started work on this. I had 154 images selected from Morocco still, and I wanted to get that down a little, so I did one last pass and removed 14 images, which tells me that my initial selection was relatively tight. Having ensured that all of the Morocco images had at least the necessary generic keywords assigned, I selected all of them in my Traveller catalogue for 2018 and selected Export, then Originals, ensuring that the Include Adjustments option was checked. Then I copied all of them to the 2018 folder on my Finals SSD. Then I opened my Finals catalogue and right-clicked the 2018 folder and then selected Synchronize from the shortcut menu and ensured that the Show Importer option was turned on. I checked and was somewhat disappointed to find that this is still not fixed in version 12, but in Capture One Pro, if you don't show the importer, then physically select all of the images rather than just hitting Import All, the adjustments made to images are completely ignored and not imported. Back on my Traveller drive, after making my final few changes to the selection, I ran my Chronosync job to synchronise the 2018 folder with all of my original RAW files from the year to my 2018 folder on my Drobo. And I then right-clicked the folder in both my Traveller drive and my Drobo and selected Get Info to just check that exactly the same number of files was in each location. I also checked that the date and time of my 2018 catalogue was updated on my Drobo, signifying that it was also synchronised correctly from my Traveller SSD. Then, with my Traveller SSD unmounted from my iMac Pro, 
I opened the 2018 catalogue from my Drobo for the first time, and of course, because the traveller was not there to reference my images from, Capture One Pro showed me an exclamation mark against the traveller and all of my folders. So I right-clicked the traveller icon and selected Locate, then navigated to my Photo Originals folder on my Drobo, which contains my 2018 folder, so that Capture One Pro could relink my photos, which takes about two or three minutes. Once that's done, my main 2018 archive is now located on my Drobo, so that I can go ahead and clean out my Traveller SSD, ready for a new year of photos to be stored on it as I start the process again. Now ready to start selecting my 2018 top 10 photographs, let's quickly recap on the reason for selecting my top 10 images each year. I believe that this is an important process to help us understand how we are growing, or not growing, as creatives by reviewing our year's work and forcing ourselves to make some tough decisions about which images we'll include in our selection or, often more importantly, which we'll leave out. How many images you try to select is up to you, but I would not recommend more than 12, which of course equates to one image per month for the year. I like 10, probably just because of watching the top 10 music charts as a kid. The important thing is to decide on the number and then stick to it. Part of the value of this exercise is to help us to hone our skills in the editing process so that we get better at whittling down our images to a finite number. Whether you are a professional having to provide a selection of images for clients or a hobbyist selecting images to show family or maybe at your local camera club, no one wants to sit through hundreds of images. It makes our presentation stronger if we can present fewer, stronger images, and selecting a top 10 for the year helps us to get better at this process. Whether I'm editing a selection for a client or selecting my top 10 for the year, I start by creating a collection called First Pass and make that my Select folder so that I can just hit the Q key on my keyboard to add the image that I have selected to this selection. The Q key is just the key that I've assigned the function to in my Capture One Pro keyboard shortcuts. Then I start to go through the entire year of images in my finals catalogue, hitting the Q key whenever I see a photograph that I want to consider for my top 10. This is actually another great benefit of having my final selects in a separate catalogue, because I don't have to look for my finals out of all of my raw files. If you don't do this, I'd recommend at least ensuring that you star rate your images so that you can filter out your better shots to avoid looking at your lesser images. The editing mindset has to be engaged right from this first pass, keeping in mind that every image I'm looking at has already been selected out of all of my raw files 
it's important to not simply hit the Q key on every photo. I know that I have just 10 slots to assign, so we have to be as ruthless as possible right from this first pass. At the same time, you need to give yourself options and the opportunity to compare similar images, so you will likely finish the first pass with a relatively large number of photos selected. After going through 1,452 images from 2018, after my first pass I had 120 images in my catalogue. To start to whittle this down, I created a second collection called, you guessed it, Second Pass, and chose to initially simply copy all of the images from my first pass to this new selection. From this point on I'm removing images, not adding, so I just hit the delete key as I go through and make comparisons and gradually reduce my selection. Of course, inside a collection, the delete key only removes the image from the collection. It doesn't actually delete them from the hard drive or even the catalogue. As I start my second pass, the first thing I do is look for groups of similar images. It's highly unlikely that I will include more than one of the same or similar subjects unless the photos are both very special. So I can be pretty ruthless as I look through images of, for example, winter trees, red crown cranes, sea eagles, and camels in the dunes, etc. When the images are dispersed, I hold down the command key and select each of them. Then, ensuring that I'm in multi-view mode, I can view the candidates together to see which are the stronger images. If you're not listening to the version with chapter images and you can't see the images that I'm talking about, go over to the blog at mbp.ac 645 and follow along with the screenshots that I've embedded into this post. To me, out of this group of four, it was easy to see that the bottom right image stood out from the group, so I removed the other three. I finished my second pass having reduced the set of 120 images to just 44, almost one third of my original selection. But to be honest, this is a pretty easy process until this point. Although it starts to get really difficult now that the list is condensed down this much. There are still groups to attack, so the next thing I do is to see if I can just remove as many Namibia wildlife shots as possible, and I still have a number of images of the same subject or subject type, so these are the obvious candidates, but they are still in the set because it's really hard to remove them at this point. I'm actually about to be called for dinner, so my best course of action right now is to save what I have in my third pass folder and seek the advice of my trusted critique, my wife, after we've eaten. Okay, so it's a day later now, and I sat with my wife after dinner last night and went through my 44 images. I feel that having someone available to confer with, someone that you trust, 
but also that is able to give you honest feedback on your work is a vitally important part of this process. My wife gets an almost sadistic pleasure out of telling me that she doesn't like something when she doesn't. But when she does like something, she's equally as vocal, and I know it's coming from the right place. Having said that, we don't agree on everything. Although her preferences are very much included in my final selection, she felt very strongly that I should include the shot of the dancing himba because of the dynamism and because it's different from the work that I often do. She also felt that I should remove the photos of the man in the well and the man in the adobe building from Morocco because I had these two same people in my top ten from last year. While I completely agree with her, I really struggled with the idea of leaving the two images of the Moroccan men out because I feel that they're strong images and without a doubt in my mind some of my best work from 2018. The dancing himba image is strong too but I feel that it's slightly more removed from my style than the other two. And when I viewed the final tan that I worked on with my wife, I felt somewhat deflated, as though something was missing. I'm a big believer in trusting our feelings with regards to sets of images. Whenever I'm whittling down a selection, I walk away from the computer for a while. Then I watch a slideshow of my selection and literally take note of how I feel as each image appears on the screen. If it feels good to see the image, it should probably stay in. But if you detect a slight dip in your feelings, it's a good sign that it should be removed. I also really struggled with the white rhino shot. I wanted so badly to leave this in out of respect for the people that are protecting these wonderful animals, and in protest against the poachers and the people that are buying that horn, for reasons that should never result in the death of such a magnificent creature. As a statement, my heart is screaming to leave it in. But artistically, and because of the restrictions I've set for myself, to get this down to a final ten images, with a heavy heart, I removed the white rhino shot as well. And with that, we have my 2018 top 10 photos, which I will share in a separate post next week, with a little information about each of the images. This year's process was, I think, more difficult than usual, and I was saddened not only by removing the rhino shot, but also by the fact that so many of my Japan Winter Tour images bit the dust. I just love these tours, and the images that I get on them, and I wonder if part of the reason is just that the tours are so much more distant in time, and the images from the more recent tours feel more familiar. Or is it just that I have so many images from my winter tours that the newer locations I'm visiting are just naturally winning over? Another thing that I like to do is to browse through my previous year's collections, just to see how I'm doing. I have a folder in Capture One Pro with my top 10 collections for every year since 2007, so this is the 12th time I've done this. And although I learn from it each year, it really does seem to be getting harder to make the final choices. 
I'm also sitting here right now feeling incredibly fortunate and humbled as I browse through these images and noticing how my work has changed. It has become so much more mature as I've obviously matured as a photographer and as a human being over the last 12 years. I doubt that anyone will be interested enough to take a look, but because all of my top 10 posts are tagged with the keyword top 10, you can actually list all of my previous year's posts with a link that I'll embed in the blog post. Note though that there is no post for 2010 as I didn't post it, although I did go back later and go through the selection process. At some point, maybe when I'm so old that I find myself stuck indoors more than I'd like, if I'm lucky enough to live that long that is, I will go back and select a top 10 for all of the years since 2000 when I started shooting digital. Maybe by then though, I'll have so many yearly collections that those extra seven years will seem completely insignificant. Of course, you don't have to have a number of previous years selected to make this exercise useful. When I first started it back in 2007, I had nothing to compare myself to. But in 2018, I had a benchmark. And it only grows from then on. I guess what I'm saying is that you won't have anything to look back on if you don't start doing this. And this year is as good a starting point as any. Whether it's your first year or your 15th, I'd love for you to share the results of your yearly top 10 images by dropping a link into the blog post at mbp.ac 645. Also, please do share your thoughts on the exercise and anything that you may have learned from it. If you haven't done your top 10 yet, how about setting about the task and then share your work next week when I share my top 10 images. I truly do believe that this is an important exercise for us to carry out each year and it always helps us to learn more about ourselves as creative artists. Thanks very much for listening today. If you enjoy this podcast, please share a link with your friends. Subscribe in iTunes or your favourite podcast program to ensure uninterrupted delivery. If you have a moment to rate the podcast or leave us a review in iTunes, that helps to keep us relevant in the huge number of podcasts out there now. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter and Google+, etc. And links to everything that I'm up to are at martinbaileyphotography.com. So do drop by and take a look. I'll be back next week with another episode. But in the meantime, you take care and have a great week, whatever you're doing. Bye bye.